Hello, everyone who's listening, and welcome to my first ever podcast of Chalice of Hope. For this podcast, I want to first begin by talking about who I am before I get a little bit more onto my first topic. So I am Jason, and I am a college student who, as many other students, are facing the undoubted effects of quarantine and how it has affected us emotionally and how we feel lost. So for me, I believe that this podcast is the perfect form for me to express my emotions and try to find that feeling of hope and how I can bring that happiness to others. So for my plan for this podcast, I want to upload daily or whatever just comes up on my mind. And I feel like that's just an important aspect of consistency. And for me, I think that's something which I need to focus on. And I believe just starting out with this first podcast as a test run will be pretty important. So let's begin with our first podcast topic. And that is the feeling of being alive. So when I talk about this feeling, I think many of us are at this crossroad where we feel lost, where we feel like this feeling of our life isn't going anywhere. And especially during quarantine, I definitely feel this kind of uncertainty. Like I know that I'm doing my daily routines. My life feels mundane, but it doesn't feel like it has a purpose. And that's what I mean by being alive. And I think that's something which so many students like me who are facing, we just don't know what to do with our time. We don't know the future. And I think that's something which many people find really hard to embrace. And for me, I think the hardest thing was for me to accept that there are times which you will feel like this. There are times where you'll have an obstacle which will take you some time to get over. But sometimes you aren't willing to wait or you're not willing to tackle it on. And for me, That's one of my struggles. I feel like just finding the motivation, finding that purpose, that one drive to get you over that obstacle is something which has helped me to grow and what other students are currently struggling with. I think another aspect of this being alive that's been very helpful for me is just reaching out. I know during quarantine, it might be a little hard to contact your friends, but I think just having other people's opinions is one of the most important aspects of growth. You know, like if you're struggling by yourself, you've been on an obstacle which you can't get over for days, maybe even weeks. I believe the most important thing is for you to reach out because those people have probably maybe have a different perspective on it. Maybe something which you know is maybe different than yours, which could help you. I think that's one of the most important things for growth. You need to make sure that you're reaching out because you need to have fresh eyes on a situation which you've been struggling personally. And I think something which many people have feared about, you know, trying to be alive is just like the stigma you know people want to be alive they want to find a purpose you know sometimes people want to be 
artists. Maybe people want to, you know, live a happy life, but not earn enough money. And I think that's something which, as a college student, I feel tremendously. Parents, teachers, they tell you to find jobs which will give you stability, ones that will, you know, give you a good amount of money for the future, so you don't have to feel that insecurity. Some people may enjoy that nine to five job where they're earning enough money for them to live happily, or some people who may just live in their parents' basement and be the happiest person ever. And I think that second half is something which people fear. You know, you may have to live in your parents' basement for a year or two before you can live on your own and live a much happier life. But I think that's something which people don't want to take the risk for because. They're scared of how others view them. For me, if I find out someone who's been living in their parents' basements for one or two years, and now I see them as someone who I continue to listen to, continually watch, you know, maybe I buy from them daily. For me, I find that even more impactful. For me, I find that almost insurmountable for the things that I've done in my life. I find that to be more respectable when I know. Of the hardship which you faced, and that you were able to start from the foundations of nothing, and for you to be able to live on your own, stability, and to live a happy life. And I think something about that fear factor is something which gets everyone. And even for me, sometimes I fear, you know, how others view me, how, what my perception is for others. And for me, what I've been able to do is. I've learned to only care about myself, you know, only care about the voices in my head and not what others are saying. I know this may be a simple topic, but there are so many students, so many people who just can't understand this, or they fall into the trap of being compared to, you know. Oh, look at look at Jim over there. He has a perfect SAT, a perfect ACT, you know. But look at yourself. You're not them. You're living your own life. You're doing the best that you can do. And I think you know, just being able to find that solstice with yourself. You know, being able to only worry about your own problems. It just made me feel. You know, I feel so much more happier. There are so many times where I've heard my parents talked about. You know, why don't you be like him? Why don't you be like your brother? And for me. That's probably one of the most toxic mindsets that you can have. Yeah, I know. Even though you may be in an environment that's competitive, you need to just make sure that what you're doing is beneficial for yourself. You know, you know, just like finding those baby steps of reformity. You know, just making sure to change how your mind is routed. You know, just making sure that what you're doing is for the betterment of yourself. And I, for me, I know many students struggle with this. I know people who. Have started out from nothing. They've taken baby steps to try to fix this into their mindset, and what I've seen, they've been so much more happier. I can't stress this enough. People need to be able to love themselves, you know, because in the end, you want to live a life of fulfillment. You want to make sure that your life has purpose. You know, you're not just living a purpose of what others want you to do. You know. You want to make sure that you find that passion of yours. You want to make sure that what you're doing is what you enjoy, and you don't want others to intrude on your own happiness. 
I know there are going to be people who may be hinders to your life. But for me, if you can come to my podcast and you can just listen to me and find that safe haven, then I am more than happy to continue my podcast. You know, these people, they struggle with finding the happiness in life. You know, it may, it may be something as small as a YouTube video, a meme that they see online, but something as small as that can make or break your day. And I hope my podcast will be able to help the people who are listening to feel that sense of happiness, to find that safe haven like me, away from the toxic society that we live in. So going on to my next topic, which is pretty similar with the first one of being alive, is mental health. For me, I believe mental health is probably the most important thing on your list of priorities. I don't care about how much money you earn. I don't care about how many AP tests, which college you go to. You could probably be the most miserable person who is making six, seven figures. But is that what you want to do with the rest of your life? I think something which people like myself have experienced is the perception of society and, you know, this type of like, you want to make as much money to be happy. And for me, that is the most toxic thing ever. You know, money doesn't equate to happiness. And for me, I've definitely felt that with my parents, you know, as many other Asian parents, they've definitely told you, you know, you got to get that perfect SAT. They're comparing you to the person who got a perfect score, who's going to Harvard. And for me, that's been probably my biggest, my biggest hindrance with finding happiness is, you know, the mental health aspect. You know, I've never felt so much anxiety in my life. I've never felt that sense of, you know, that type of being forced to do something because your parents want you to. And, you know, I, I love my parents. I respect them. But sometimes, you know, they can be a burden. And I've definitely felt it. And I definitely felt it in my mental, my mental health, my mental well-being. And for me, it's just like, it hurts. It hurts to know that what you're doing, you're doing your best. But your parents give you unreasonable, unimaginable goals for you to attain. And for me, you know, I'd be more respectful if they told me to, they gave me goals, which I knew I could achieve. And, you know, my parents were like, oh, in the next year or two, I want you to make six, seven figures. I want you to become, you know, I want you to become this millionaire out of nowhere. And I think something which many parents and many students believe is that they want to find the short-term happiness or that they want to find that short-term gratitude or that short-term release of dopamine where they just want to find that, you know, they believe that it's possible. They believe that, you know, if they do this, they'll believe they'll bring them happiness. But sometimes people create this unimaginable micro type of mindset where they think that if they do this, it'll take them like a few days to reach this happiness. Or sometimes people believe that, oh, I'll work hard for, I'll go to college for four years and then I'll come out becoming this successful leader. And for me, no, it takes time. And for mental health, it takes 
even longer for you to find that happiness. You know, for me, being happy doesn't take a day or two. Being happy takes your whole life because your happiness could change. You know, based on whatever you're feeling for the day, it may it may even change for the hour, you know. And just being able to adapt to yourself is something which I've been finding a little bit harder than usual. And I think it's just important to just love yourself. It is important to just make sure you're checking in on yourself. And, you know, if you really need to, just reach out for others. I think, you know, one of the most important long-term goals, which I've been setting for myself, is just talking more, trying to open up my emotions more. And whether it be through this podcast or whether it's just talking to my friends, I think it's been so much better. You know, I know it may take baby steps, you know, it may be hard. (coughs) Sorry, it may be hard to reach out to someone or it may be hard to, you know, send them a message. But for me, you need to build good habits for yourself. You know, if you don't reach out to someone when you really need it, then when will you ever, you know? And I think that's something which people struggle with. You know, they want, they find it really hard to send that first text. And, you know, I've definitely felt that, you know, I definitely felt the strains of, you know, I feel like I'll be a burden on someone else. But no, if they're truly your friends, your problems are theirs and they will be there for you. You know, I've definitely had multiple friends who have been struggling. I've had one who almost committed suicide. And, you know, I still talk to him today. I still make sure that I talk to him daily if I have to, because for him, he needs to have someone that's there for them, whether it be me or someone else. Because I think one of the most important things for people who are struggling is that you need to be there for them. It doesn't matter if they hate you for it. You need to be there for them. Why? Because if you're not there for them, who will support them? You know? These people who are struggling, they don't even support themselves. So if you leave them, then they have no hope to get better. And that's something which, you know, I've seen people struggle with. I've seen people, and it hurts my soul to say this, but I've seen people who have run away from problems because they don't want to help their friends. They or they think that their problems are just too much for them to bear. And for me, that just hurts, you know? It hurts me to see people who I've known or people who I've seen known friends who've just abandoned them because once they open up their actual emotions, they left because they're scared. And for me, you know, if any of any of you podcast listeners really need to talk to me, you know, I will always be there for you guys. I will always be there, you know, to find the happiness or no, maybe it's just something you want to talk about. I will be there for you guys. Because for me, I believe that you need to bring happiness into this world. You know, something which I think is super important now. You know, the world is in a state of mass chaos. And for me, if you can just bring that little bit of happiness, you know, or if you can just be there for someone when they really need it, you don't know how important that impact is. I have seen so many people who have I've helped become even more happier, whether them whether I let them join my friend group, 
whether I've just provided them resources, whether I've just given them text, whether I've just, you know, I've just been there for them. I have seen them become 10 times, even 20 times happier than they were when they were struggling by themselves. And, you know, it's not the simple formula, you know, oh, if you help them once, they'll become even better. No, 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 no. You need to be there for them for years, months. I don't even, it doesn't even matter. You have to be them. You have to be there for them whenever they need you or whenever you think that they need help. I don't care how long it takes for them to be happy because I will always be there for them because I care for them. If they're my true friends or if they're just people who I know need me, I will be there for them no matter what. Why? It may be because of the person I am or maybe because I've been what I've been struggling like many of you guys have. But, you know, it just feels better. It feels better to know that what you're doing has impact in helping someone else's mental. And for me, I think that's probably the most important thing in life. You know, I don't really care about money. You know, I mean, yes, I enjoy the money aspect, you know, having that stability. But being able to be a positive impact in the world and just helping people, you know, make them feel better about their lives, you know, make them feel more motivated, more passion to, you know, chase their dreams. I think just being able to enable that for others just gives me so much more gratification. And for me, I will continue this podcast because for me, I hope that people who are listening to this will find, you know, that chalice of hope. They'll find whatever I'm saying to be, you know, maybe it'd be relatable. Maybe it'll give them hope, you know, or maybe just give them the, the, the passion to help others. Whatever the case, I think this podcast is the first step for me to help reach a greater audience to help or for others, you know, to find that relatable college student who wants to help others. And for me, I think this first podcast is just talking a little bit more about the foundations. Maybe in my second podcast, I'll talk more about how I can or what I've done to change my mindset, what I've done to, you know, become a better person. And for me, I'll probably take the next few hours to think about my my next podcast. But for me, I think it's important that, you know, just to find whatever passion it is, you know, and just making sure that you are always there for others. And, you know, on the topic of mental health, I think after, you know, struggling through anxiety, you know, having maybe three or four years of depression in high school, just like looking back, it, it almost feels, it almost feels weird. You know, it's, you know, looking at the person that I am now versus I was three or four years ago, it's like completely polar opposites. And you know, it's good, you know, it's good that I'm completely different than I was three or four years ago, because that means that I've learned and that I've, you know, grown as a person. I, I've learned my mistakes. I've learned, you know, how bad having, you know, how, how bad others' opinions really are. 
you know, and how they, you know, been detrimental to my mental health and what I've learned from it. And, you know, look at me now, I'm 19 and, you know, I'm happy. You know, as weird as that sounds, <laughs> like for me to say that I'm happy at 19, you know, if you look at this now, it's almost kind of like crazy. It's kind of crazy to think that, you know, there are people who are even younger than me who aren't even happy. And what does that say about our society? What does that say about, you know, people's mental health? It's crazy to think how, you know, when, when I was 11 or 12, I would have never thought that I wasn't happy. But look, but now if I just look at like middle schoolers, I can see them struggling. You know, they're like, they have to, they're struggling because of what society has deemed like competitive. You know, these middle schoolers are like, they're now studying for like AP tests. You know, they're like, oh, if I am not doing this, then I won't get into college. And I've never seen, or never even imagined myself at 12 facing that emotion. And whatever range of listeners you are, I hope that, you know, you just love yourself. You know, I know people, society, they will be on you. They will be that type of hindrance to your happiness. And if you're younger than me, I hope that you reach out to others, whether it be through my podcast, through my friends, and, you know, you find that group of people who you can relate to or the group of people which, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll find your, your happiness. You'll find that feeling of safety away from the toxic competitiveness of society. Or if you're older, I hope you find, you know, a passion that you do besides going to your job. And I think that's something that's really important now. 2020 is right here and people are struggling more than ever, whether it be financially, whether that be emotionally. But I think it's important to make sure that you care for yourself and just making sure that you're checking in on yourself. I don't think there's something more important than that, that I've learned during quarantine. It's just being able to look after yourself. Because one of the things that I definitely struggled with early on was what what did I want to learn out of quarantine? I mean, or what did I want to do with my time? And for me, although it took me, yeah, it may take me one or two months to finally start what I wanted to do. The happy thing that I'm to say, I'm happy to say that I've started it. It's this podcast. You know, I'm happy that I found a passion for me to continue. And whether you continue to listen to my podcast, I hope that you learn. You learn something about yourself that you didn't learn before. Maybe you find out a passion that you love. Maybe it's something which you didn't really know because you didn't have time to think. But now you have the time to experiment. And for me, I've definitely experimented. I definitely failed many times. But the thing is, I learned. I learned what I wanted to do during quarantine. 
and that is to spread positivity and just being able to be a beacon for others to enjoy their life. And for me, that is what this podcast is. If you look at the the atoms of this podcast, it will just be me talking about my emotions, my mental health, and just, you know, finding a way for me to relieve whatever's on my mind. And I think something which I believe this podcast will help me or maybe help others is to inspire them to express their emotions one way or another, whether it be through talking or whether it be through, you know, typing to yourself, keeping a diary or reaching out. I hope that I will be able to give you hope. And I hope that this podcast or my very first podcast has been helpful. Whether I have one listener or whether I have none, I hope that there's someone out there who, you know, whoever this reaches is beneficial to. I hope whoever's listening finds whatever I say beneficial or relatable. And I hope that you keep listening. I hope that whether you're a consistent listener or you just came for the first podcast, I hope whatever episode that you're listening to from me will be impactful. I don't really care if you listen to one part of it or you listen to the whole thing. I hope whatever you get out of my podcast will be helpful for you to grow. And I hope that for me, I hope I'll find even more ideas to talk about. And I'll try to upload these daily. And who knows, maybe I'll get a better setup for me to have better quality audio. But that will be in the future because I think it doesn't matter how good your audio is. It doesn't matter how good your setup is. It's about the content. And for me, I want to churn out quality content. And for me, I think if the listeners really truly cared about what I said, I think quality wouldn't be that important. So whoever is listening, I hope you guys have a great day, night, week, and quarantine. Whatever you are struggling with, I hope that you reach out to others. I hope that you are able to fight them demons. I hope that you'll find your own chalice of hope. And, you know, you'll find that you'll find that star in the night sky to look up to that will bring you happiness. Thank you very much. And thank you guys for tuning into my first podcast of Chalice of Hope.